2: No other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. Just think of a big, juicy Kroger tenderray steak, broiled to a beautiful, luscious brown. Think of cutting into that rich red meat, of tasting the tenderest steak of your life. That's Kroger Tenderay beef, the one beef that's always fresh, always tender. Yes, it's always fresh, always tender because it's tendered by the original Kroger-Tenderay method. You know it's tender, because by the Kroger-Tenderay method, the top U.S. government grades of beef are made naturally tender without aging. You know it's always fresh, because by the Kroger-Tenderay method, there's no need for wasteful aging, no time for loss of savory juice. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Yet Kroger Tender Ray beef costs no more than ordinary beef. And just think, Kroger guarantees it's the best eating beef you've ever served or your money back. So visit your Kroger store right away. Get a tender roast or a big juicy Kroger Tender Ray steak. And remember, when it's Kroger Tender Ray beef, you know that no other beef so fresh can be so tender. Get Kroger Tender Ray beef at your Kroger store and get the finest beef value in town. And now, Hearts in Harmony. The opening of the Rossville Community Center, erected by Penny Gibbs in memory of Barry Carlton, has been postponed because of the slight illness of Barry's aging mother. The postponement came as a blessing for Penny, however, for as she says to her brother Pat in the living room of their home...
3: Pat, there's a chance I can do something about windy day, which I most certainly will do before we reschedule the opening of the center.
0: <laughs> Kids in this town really had planned to boycott the center, hadn't they?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They didn't know it was called off. Yes,
3: yes, I, I know. I went down there yesterday at the time scheduled for the opening, and there wasn't a youngster in sight.
0: How are you going to patch things up with them, sis? Uh, can old Pat Gibbs, the fixer, help you
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, Darling, I don't know what you could do. It's a question of getting Hazel Peters to realize that I haven't taken Wendy Day away from her and getting Hazel and Wendy back together again.
0: (sighs) I wonder if Hazel's written for advice to the lovelorn. They give out advice in matters like this. Yeah,
3: I know, but it's not as much of a joke as you seem to think it is.
0: I know that. It's really no joke at all, is it? But a tough problem with an even tougher solution.
3: No solution so far.
0: Oh, there's bound to be one somewhere, sis.
3: It's nice to have someone call me sis.
0: Ah, it's nice to call you that. I feel as if we really are brother and sister, always have been. Mm-hmm. You know, I even think of you as sis all the time. That is all the time I'm thinking about you, which isn't all the time.
3: You know, you're so afraid that someone will think you're serious that you have to make a joke out of everything, don't you?
0: Make 'em laugh, Gibbs, is what they call me <laughs> where they know me. Hey, let's just, uh, to get us serious a minute, no kidding. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, what goes with you and this fellow Evans, the doctor? Joel? hmm
3: Nothing goes, as far as I know.
0: I mean, uh, is he the guy or just, uh, well, just a guy?
3: Just a very swell guy. Nothing more than that? Oh, Pat, I don't know. Some he might be, but right now he... Well, I... Well, I, I don't know how to explain it. Oh,
0: no! look, wait a minute, sis, you don't have to. I mean, nobody ever bothers to explain anything to old Pat Gibbs, and I don't want you to be an exception. No, I,
3: I, I'd like you to know, and, and I'd like to explain it to you. Joel, well, to me, Joel is...
0: is better or worse, uh, more or less than Johnny.
3: What are you talking about, Johnny?
0: Hey, sis, now cut the comedy. Don't give me that gag that you don't know who I mean when I say Johnny. Oh,
3: of course I know who you mean. You mean Johnny Key. I sure do. I was just startled to hear you mention his name, that's all.
0: Startled, that's all.
3: Pat Gibbs, you're a prying old snoop. That's what you are.
0: Old Pat Gibbs, the private investigator. They call me where they know me. But what am I finding out?
3: Absolutely nothing.
0: Oh, no? No. I'm finding out that you won't talk about Dr. Evans, and you're even afraid to hear the oh, name Johnny Key. Who
3: have you been talking to?
0: If I'd been talking to anyone, that is, if I'd be talking to anyone, it would be to a whom and not to Thank
3: a Thank you, but don't bother with a grammar lesson. You stop trying to marry me off to someone, do you hear? I'll marry
0: you off? Who wants you married? Not do... me. I, I mean, not I. Oh,
3: Pat, I... <laughs> oh. Okay,
0: laugh. I get excited when I want to know something. And I do want to know which, Penny. Is it Joel or is it Johnny?
3: Well, right now, it's neither. No, I'll never marry Johnny because he'll never want me to. Anyway, there's no reason to marry Johnny. There's nothing there to draw us together the way it did before. No, we are just good friends, that's all. Just good friends.
0: Mm. The old seeing eye is seeing. Now, that takes care of Johnny. But what about Joel?
3: Well, I don't think I'd say this to anyone but you, darling. Joel is sweet. Wonderful and sweet. He's the the kind of man I'd like to marry. He's young, he has a good head on him, he knows where he's going. And he'll get there, but...
0: But uh, no dice for Joel either, huh?
3: (laughs) Well, I wouldn't say no dice, just... No real depth to what I feel about him. At least what I feel about him yet, that is.
0: Oh, then I get it, don't I? The score reads Johnny, no. Joel, maybe.
3: Joel, very definitely, maybe. <laughs> but in a so far distant future that maybe is no score at all. Uh-huh. Old
0: Pat Gibbs looks into his crystal ball and sees that the score is even between the two. <laughs> The battle of the Johnny and the Joel oh. is knotted and nodding
3: all. Oh, you're such a fool. A fool? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yes, sis, you bet I am. An awful fool. I, I don't know why I laugh or want to make other people laugh. Look at me. What have I done with
3: my life? Oh, Pat, listen. No, no,
0: I... no, no, no. What I have? A lovely daughter. Sweetest, cutest, most adorable little daughter a man ever had. But no wife and no mother for Valerie. I'm pretty much a half-person, Penny. Maybe that's why I make a joke of everything. I I miss the half I'm not.
3: Oh, Pat, you'll be whole again. You mustn't think that what happened between you and Suzanne's wrong. You you mustn't be sorry that, well, that she isn't around anymore. Darling, you still have your own life to live and so much to live for.
0: Valerie, you mean. Yeah, she is a lot to yes,
3: live for. Yes, she is, but you're something to live for, too. Pat. You can still find the happiness you wanted with Suzanne if... if things just hadn't worked out differently. Uh,
0: can I ask you something?
3: If you like.
0: Am I good enough for Peg?
3: Pat Gibbs, how can now, you I even mean say mean such that, a thing? Sis,
0: and I'm not trying to pretend modesty. Old Pat Gibbs, the most conceited man in the world, they call me where they know <laughs> oh, me. Oh,
3: Now you sound like the Pat I know.
0: Oh, I am. But honestly, what about Peg and me? Do you think it's a good combination or not? Now, you don't have to answer, you
3: know. No, I know I don't. And, Pat, I don't think I have to answer. Don't you know how you feel about her?
0: Well, I know I have a daughter, and she has a daughter, and we're both
3: alone. Don't let that sway you.
0: Well, it doesn't. There's something else, a lot more. Maybe enough to... Well, what would you think if we did?
3: It wouldn't matter what I thought, would it?
0: Do it your own way, and to heck with everybody (laughs) gets. they call me where they know me.
3: Oh, you're such a fool. Fool, I know,
0: I know, (laughs) a fool. But this time, I'm not doing any fooling. Don't you want to tell me what you think of pegging me?
3: I'd rather that you told me.
0: Well, I'd do that if I knew how, but I don't, and I'm not going to try. Maybe the best thing to do is just let what I do tell you what I think, if you know what I mean. Ah, you enjoying the walk, Peg?
1: I enjoy everything with you. Ah. You make it enjoyable, Pat.
0: Old Pat Gibbs, the joymaker. They call me where they know me.
1: <laughs> they know you pretty well, then. Oh, I uh, wrote to Don Hodges, as you suggested.
0: Huh? Wait a minute. I, I didn't want you to act according to my suggestion.
1: Oh, I don't mean that you talked me into it. I mean, well, I've decided to take Julie to Hollywood.
0: Well, it was your own doing, that decision, wasn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Influenced a little, though. By me? By you.
0: Well, you know, in a way, I'm glad.
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Well, you're going to Hollywood to live, and I more or less talked you into it. Now I just have to live up to my promise to you.
1: Oh, Pat, you made no promise to me. There's, there's nothing you have to live up to. Oh,
0: yes, there is.
1: Oh, no, Pat, believe me, there isn't. I'd feel awful if I thought you were obligated to me. I'm no child. I, I came to my own decision. You merely helped me make it and see a way to make it.
0: Mm. But I promised you you wouldn't be lonesome if you went to Hollywood. I promised I'd be there, too.
1: You didn't promise. You just said you might. Well,
0: even that, that's what made you decide to take Julie to Hollywood and accept that movie offer, isn't it?
1: No, Pat. It was just easier to make that decision knowing that you might be there yourself someday. And when I say someday, I i mean a long time from oh, now.
0: Oh, but, but I didn't mean that. And I don't mean that now. Uh, how soon do you think you'll be leaving?
1: Rather soon.
0: Well, I won't be able to come out there right away. Is that all right?
1: Oh, Pat, please, please don't feel as though you have to come out there at all.
0: I want to, Peg. I have a job out there. It's a good job. When I get there, I'm going to take on another job, too. And uh, it's one I can't get fired from because uh, I'm the kind of husband who likes to be the boss.
1: Oh, Pat.
0: (laughs) Old Pat Gibbs, the whipcracker, they call me where they know me.
1: Oh, Pat, don't make a joke of everything. For a minute, I almost believed you wanted to...
0: Oh, let me make a joke of it, Peg. I do a lot better when I pretend I'm kidding. But I said, when I pretend I'm kidding. I'm not joking now at all. And you'll be sure that one of these days, one of these fine California...
4: you still faced with the problem of windy day, are you, Penny?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, I think it's time something was done about it.
3: Well, it's a good thing we have time. Jed, if the opening of the center hadn't been called off yesterday, the damage would have already been done.
4: Well, the damage will still be done if you and I don't do something, and soon. Uh, when's the new date for the opening of the center?
3: It hasn't been set as yet, darling, but it should be next week, I suppose. It all depends on how Mrs. Carlton feels.
4: No, I don't imagine she'll be in bed for very long... All she has is a slight head cold, isn't it?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, she ought to be out of bed again a day or two, so we have only a day or two to get rid of Windy Day.
3: <laughs> oh, we speak of poor Windy as if he were some scourge <laughs> to be wiped from the face of the earth.
4: <laughs> oh, I don't think he's quite that serious a menace to society, but he is a serious threat to the success of the community center, and mm. I, I know how much that success means to you. you know,
3: not only to me, but to Mrs. Carlton and the youngsters of this town... They're the ones he's really hurting.
4: Ah, poor boy I feel sorry for him in a way. He's not doing
3: anything wrong. Oh, of course not, neither is Hazel. It's just that Wendy and Hazel have both the wrong attitude. They think they're far more grown up than they are.
4: Mm. You say Wendy is not quite 18.
3: I think you'll be 18 next month.
4: Uh, and he considers him uh, quite a man, does oh,
3: he? Oh, definitely. Jed Billings, I can tell by the look on your face that you're up to something.
4: That's right, Penny. Call a lad on the phone, tell him to come over. I think it's about time that you and young Wendy set the date of your wedding. So Penny Gibbs' foster father
2: wants to see young and love-struck Windy Day. Why? And what does he mean by saying it's time they set the date for their wedding? Is Jed going to solve Penny's problem with Wendy or make it worse? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Here's a sight to thrill any man, a sizzling hot Kroger Ray steak, buttery tender and deliciously fresh. When it's Kroger tenderray, you know it's always tender, because by the original Kroger Ray method, the top U.S. government grades of beef are made naturally tender without aging. You know it's always fresh, because by the Kroger Ray method, there's no need for wasteful aging, no time for loss of savory juice. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Get Kroger Tendere beef right away. And notice that Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. You see, before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. And remember, when it's Kroger tender ray beef, you know it's the finest beef value in town. So ladies, go to your neighborhood Kroger store, the only place you can get this exclusive Kroger value, Kroger Tender Ray Beef. Buy a fresh and tender Kroger Tender Ray Steak or Roast. And remember that the Kroger Cut gives you more meat, less waste. That means you get more meat for your money. You get the finest beef value in town when you buy Kroger Tender Ray Beef at your Kroger store. Tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Heart in Harmony.